Well, good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, wherever you're at. Good evening. Welcome to episode five of Cookbook Review. Today, I've selected a book that uh, I have had for quite a number of years. I believe I bought this back in 1986. Um, it's the Better Homes and Gardens new cookbook. It's a five-ring binder um, that is loaded with incredible recipes and and uh, uh, great equivalent charts. It's got some really good information for um, for just about every level of cook, whether you're brand new to cooking, you're uh, a student at college, not living in the dorms because this doesn't really equate to uh, dorm cooking, but if you're uh, in the frat house or something like that or the, you know, sorority house, wherever, this is a great book for kids, newlywed students, uh, bachelors, bachelorettes, uh, anybody who's looking to learn how to cook, this is a great book to have. And they have uh, um, the paperback version as well, and I have that one, and there are some new ones that have come out, and I haven't looked at the new ones yet, but they're, um, I took a quick glance, I should say, but I haven't really read through it, but the ones that I have are a little bit dated with the pictures. Um, it's uh, they're, they're pictures, I believe, are from the 70s. Yeah, early 70s, maybe even to the mid-70s. So they, they're kind of nostalgic to, to look at. Uh, this book has 466 pages, plus the inside cover and back cover includes some recipes and uh, information for charts and... Things like that. Um, what kind of chart do we have? We have e ingredient equivalents and emergency substitutions. Um, so uh, I I really believe that every kitchen should have this book. It's a it's it's a great book to go to for basic recipes, and they have great directions with the recipes. Um, they're very detailed in the nutritional charts, uh, measurement charts, and equivalent charts. And they're all done by section. So there are 19 sections in this book. And they have, they're all separated by a labeled tab with appetizers, beverages, breads, pies, poultry, beef, soups, stews, sauces, stuff like that. So very easy, uh, user-friendly. Very easy to maneuver through the through the book, and uh, some of the things that I that I like a lot about this is what I just mentioned about the recipes with great directions, separated by section, and it also carries a, a section in here for helpful storage tips and how long you can store things before the uh, the quality of the product starts to deteriorate. Some um, it also has a, a basic techniques from how to clarify butter, which is a, a really, it's a simple thing, but if you don't know how to do it, obviously it could be difficult. But it's uh, something that everybody should do. Clarified butter is a great cooking um, uh, tool, I guess you could call it, or ingredient. Teaches you how to peel tomatoes using a pastry bag and using a mortar and pestle, along with many, many other tips and, and techniques. The cons, obviously, like I said earlier, the pictures 
There's not a lot of them, but the ones that are, are in there, they're kind of old and dated. Um, so, but they're, they are nostalgic and they're fun to look at. And just the clothes that people are wearing is pretty, uh, humorous. Um, I have made a lot of recipes out of this book over the years and I'll, I'll name off a few just so that you get an idea, um, that on page 235, there's a recipe for pot roast that I've made several times and I've actually revised the recipe to include more veggies and herbs to my liking or to what's available uh, during the time of year. Um, beef stroganoff on page 237 and chicken fried round steak, which I don't know if you guys have ever had chicken fried steak with um, pan gravy. It's spectacular on mashed potatoes. Outstanding. Meatloaf on page 241 which I also revised um, to include some roasted red peppers and Worcestershire sauce and just a couple other little things that I like, you know, some jalapenos for some heat and, and a little extra flavor. And if jalapenos aren't available, I'd, I'd throw in some pasilla chilies instead of the bell peppers. Um, green bell peppers to me, um, I don't really care for them, so I, I changed it up and started using pasilla uh, chilies, which are peppers, and they're... Uh, I think they have a lot better uh, flavor than the green bell peppers. Um, so, and I've also used this for making many different pies. And I always go back to their book for how to make the pie crust. Because the pie crust that Betty Crocker or Home, Better Home and Garden has is fantastic. Um, very basic. And they, you know, it's, it's a very simple recipe. Um, and I've used it to make the graham cracker crust that they have on page 290. Um, and from here, I've made custard pies on page 283, apple pies from page 276. Um, and then you start getting into sauces and things like that. And I've made their hollandaise sauce from page 356, which is really good. And the tartar sauce. You know, a lot of people, you know, use tartar sauce when they're doing, you know, fish and chips and things like that. And, uh, or fried shrimp and stuff. And I, I like it. It's a good one. Uh, but I, I did, uh, revise it just a little bit because I, I like a little bit more dill flavor. So I included uh, fresh dill with it and, uh, honey butter. Honey butter is fantastic. I don't know if you guys have ever had it, but put it on cornbread and it'll just change your life. One recipe on here that um, my parents used to make was a beef barley soup when I was a kid, and it was fantastic. And uh, when you're a kid, barley doesn't really sound that appealing, but once you taste it, it's just like, oh, that's really good. So that's on page 368. And then I know this is this one's kind of controversial. A lot of people don't like split pea and, and ham, um, but I really like it. And so this is on page 375, but as you know, certain times of the year, it's kind of hard to get a bone-in ham unless you buy a half a ham and trying to make a, a you know, split pea soup with that. So I changed it and I started using smoked ham shanks, uh, not the hocks. The hocks tend to have a little bit too much skin and fat on them. So I do the, uh, the four shanks. They're a lot leaner and they have a lot more uh, pork flavor and smoke flavor. Because uh, the, the smoke doesn't have to penetrate all the fat and the skin that they'd have to on the hocks. So that's a great recipe. So overall, 
Um, I really recommend this book. It's, it's very insightful. And if you are new to cooking, this will get you really comfortable. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I have, you know, referred back to this book. I can't tell you how many times it, it's got to be hundreds of times over the last 30 plus or 40 years. So, uh, if you see it, I, I recommend grabbing it and having it in your kitchen and, uh, you know, it also makes great gifts for people because, like I said, it's for every level of cook, uh, whether you're just starting out or if you're a very seasoned um, uh, and experienced uh, cook. So with that, thanks for listening. And that's the book that we have this week. And uh, we'll talk with you again uh, in episode six. So look for that to come out early next week. All right. You guys have a great day. Great week. Thank you.